When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome. And thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. My name is Zach. I'm here with Laura. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite things, actually. It's the idea of trust and how does trust work in a relationship? Uh, I've been talking a lot with clients about this. Um, there's a favorite metaphor that I've been using. I talk about person A and person B. And when you hear it, I want you to remember that in your relationship, you are both person A and person B. And if that doesn't make sense to you now, it will after you listen. This is a very cool conversation. Stick around. Why am I giggling? Yeah. Because I'm hilarious. And I mm. think of things in my brain that make me that make me mm-hmm. laugh. <gasps> Do you know what? Uh, I'm not even going to engage with that. I'm going to go on to because I just looked up at my whiteboard. I, have I was a, like teeing a, up a dad joke there and you weren't even going to wait for it. No. You're just going to move on. What, yeah. Mm. But I, we do need a dad joke. Do you want to go back? Do you know why um, bouncers throw violent criminals out the back door? Why? Because they belong behind bars. <laughs> Oh, I get it. It took me a second. I had to put together that a bouncer is in front of a bar. That's true. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so uh, have you been reading any good books lately? I, I have. Just wondering. Yeah, I just finished one that I'm excited about. Um, um, I actually joined a book club. And so it's not really that effective, except that they send me good books once a month. And then I'm supposed to um, engage more than I have been on the interweb. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't engage a lot, but I do read the books and I'm glad to be have somebody feeding me books. Mm-hmm. Um, and is this the book club that you joined that it is supposed to help you become a better writer? No. OK, different. Concept. I don't even know what that is because I'm not whatever okay. that is. I'm not doing it, which means I'm not getting better at writing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, but what kind of books are you reading? Fiction, nonfiction? Um, a little bit of both. They are from the Joseph Campbell Foundation. And Joseph Campbell is the guy who sort of pioneered the concept of the hero's journey. I don't know if you are familiar with mm-hmm. that. But it's, um, mm-hmm. So I read one of his. and I just finished it. It was thick. It took me a while. But then I'm getting a lot of like sort of short stories and I just, next week, next week, May. Yeah. May is next week. I'm getting a novel mm-hmm. that I'm excited to read. So, yeah. I hope we caught that burp on, on film here. Yeah. I just started reading Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. Yeah. 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 How is it's, it? It's an interesting one. Um, it's sort of dictionary like she's going mm-hmm. through. I like it as a way. And I didn't I guess I didn't really expect. I mean, anything that Brene comes out with. I we're on a first name basis mm-hmm. also. Yeah. Anything that she comes out with. I want to read. I'm super interested in it. And sh- and I'm listening to it 
<laughs> As I read it in a book reading. I listened to once. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But she's so good. Anything that she comes out with, I love listening to her because she's a storyteller. Yeah. And so even though it's an audio book, she's really doing it sort of off the cuff. And she'll say, this isn't in the book, but I just needed to share this yeah. detail with you. Yeah, that's cool. But she's just breaking down each different type of emotion. Like she goes through loss and grief and joy and surprise and all these different emotions. So I think it gets you smarter as like a emotional intelligence being intelligent being, Yeah, but it's not what I expected. I do still think it's interesting and I, and she does pepper in, but it's like a lot of definitions. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think of you a lot because what she's doing is she's breaking down emotions and giving the definition, which I think makes it really easy for people to be able to use emotion in their language as a way to describe their internal experience, which is, I think, what's really important, right? Is being able to connect a word to a feeling or a word to an experience. Yeah, totally. So I do recommend Atlas of the Heart, but she also has paired with that before I do my book club is that she has a Netflix special. It's Have you seen that HBO come Max. out? Oh, is it HBO? Yeah. Oh, I stole that from my girlfriend. That's how I have. But people don't tell, don't tell the people at HBO that I am just like. Yeah, I heard they were, I heard they were login. listening to the podcast and sort of uh, mm-hmm. checking it out for like, yeah. whether or not we're pirating. Uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're actually sponsored by HBO okay. Max. So <laughs> good thing. Yeah. Um, can we get in trouble for saying that if we're not really sponsored by them? I don't think so. I mean, what are they going to do? Don't advertise for us. There are very cool shows on this, on this platform. Uh Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Stop doing that. Stop telling people about how great our shows are. Yeah. Um, What's on your mind? We're watching the flight attendant on HBO max. Have you seen that yet? Mm -mm. You'd get a kick out of it. Maybe. Um, it's, it's a ridiculous sort of spy story, but Kaylee Cuoco is the main character, the main star. She's from I like, like that last name, but I don't know who that is. You do. She's from Big Bang Theory. She's Penny, the blonde. Oh yeah. 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 You know, my, my parents used to tell me that I re- I look like that. Her, my parents of all people yeah. said, you look like the girl on Big Bang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get that. I think it's the shoulders. Honestly, I think the only thing that we resemble are the shoulders. You know that Zach and I are huge fans of getting support, and that is why we have partnered with BetterHelp to put you in contact with licensed professional counselors in your area. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed, accredited, and experienced counselors who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, trauma, grief, relationships, and more. With BetterHelp's counselors, you get the same professionalism and quality that you would expect from an in-office counselor. With the ability to communicate when and how you want, whether it be messaging through the phone or video conferencing. The matching process is quick but thorough. Look, I know that a lot of therapists are booked out and difficult to get into, but don't let that stop you from getting the support that you need. The cost is less than half of what Zach and I charge, which is kind of unheard of. And when you register with BetterHelp, you are supporting Marriage Therapy Radio. Go to trybetterhelp.com MTR. So it's trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR to register with BetterHelp. T-R-Y-B-E-T-T-E-R help H-E-L-P.com forward slash MTR. And you receive a special discount as a marriage therapy radio listener. Do I have anything on my mind? I, um, yeah. A little bit, a little bit. I have, that I, was awesome. I feel like I'm going to be 13 again. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> we were at Easter and my nephew was there. He's 15. You were at Easter? Yeah. Like, like the a, island? No, at like my... The church? No. Well, we did go to church, but uh, we were at mm-hmm. my cousin, my in-laws, whatever. My 13-year-old cousin was there and his... Uh, sorry, yeah. One was 13. The other one was 15. And they're nephews. They're not cousins. God, my brain is broken today. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the younger one's voice cracked. And then the older one was like making fun of him. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? You totally like your voice cracked while you were making fun of your brother's voice cracking. (laughs) um, Be like, you can't make fun of him. Pizza face. What's wrong with you? I do not envy (laughs) those days. Being 13 and 15. Totally. I'll send Holden your way when he hits that age. So you can make fun of him. He is going to be a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it. You can only hope. No, I, I mean, I guess so. I mean, thinking, thinking a lot about trust, um, which I think is easy and you're like, duh, of course, but it's, it's weird right now. Most of the conversations I'm having about trust aren't about affairs or addictions or gambling problems. They're about the, the far more simpler version, which is, um, I don't trust you to, you know, run the dishwasher at night, or I don't trust you to, Um, not get mad at me if I'm late to this meeting or I don't trust you to be able to talk to me about this hard emotion I'm having. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's not these, these big ones, but I, for some reason right now I'm having a lot of these little ones and it's hard because to your point about Brene Brown, I don't know if trust is actually the right word. Um, Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Cause it's because Mm -hmm. people are like, somebody will say, I don't trust you. And then she might say, well, but why not? I would never sleep with somebody or I've, I've never hit you or, Mm -hmm. you know, I I've only drinking twice a week now, you know, Mm -hmm. so they have this idea that it's about the big things. And it's sometimes it's not, it's just about the, the slow, steady. Oh, but okay. Let's be honest for a second, because the couples that come to me where they've had like a, a real breakdown and I say real breakdown to fit into the category that you're talking about, right? Like the capital big Mm-hmm. trust breaks mm-hmm. versus the tiny million little cuts that have eroded away. Um, <laughs> Capital T trust versus death by a thousand paper cuts. <laughs> yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, maybe that'll be the title. Yeah. Jason, go ahead and make that the title. Um, but th- like I would say somebody asked me the other day, Laura, what's the percentage of couples that come to you post affair that stay together? And either I'm a really great therapist or The truth is that those capital T trusts that we all think are going to end a marriage are not actually ending a marriage, meaning that I would say 80% or Mm. more of couples that are coming to see me stay together and are probably stronger after identifying Mm -hmm. that that breach of trust that may have been a one-time thing. It may have been years and years of betrayal, but it's the, I think that what you, we're getting at is we're talking about the death by a million cuts experiences mm-hmm. of not feeling like, and I really like the example that you gave, which is I can't trust that you are going to be able to handle my emotion. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of people that describe being uh, almost like behind a wall. She's so cold. She won't let me in. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. I, or, you know, like, uh, I don't react anymore. I've learned not to be Mm. authentic with my reactions or to respond or engage in any sort of way that's vulnerable because I can't trust that you're going to show up in a way that is safe for me, that allows me to be vulnerable. That's a big one that I'm seeing a lot in Mm. my office Mm -hmm. is the inability to be vulnerable because they do not feel safe. They're not sure what version they're going to get of their partner. Mm. So what do you offer 
a lot of empathy. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm really bad at that. I, like I, mm. I've actually started saying it out loud to my clients. Um, really? <clears throat> yeah. I'm it's like, hard, hard to have a therapist. It's not empathetic. That's kind of like you're supposed to be like your, your get. That's what yeah, you do. A little bit. Um, and I, I think I'm just getting a little bit more comfortable in sort of what I'm actually good at. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I'm sort of like, I'm not good at empathy, but if I were, this is what I would say. Or I hear myself say something empathetic and I feel so sort of wooden and disconnected from reality. And literally yesterday I said, hmm. um, I said something like, okay, um, thank you for telling me that story. It sounds horrifying. I'm really sorry that happened to you. And your mother sounds like a really problematic character in your story. <laughs> also, um, did you think about it this way? Because if you think about it this way, of mm-hmm, course, you, you know, and mm-hmm. so, but I think I, this is a little bit of a sidebar and I'm actually working this out in real time in my real life and my real practice. But like, I think okay. it's actually um, helping me get much clearer about what I can promise and what I can't promise. Like, I just don't, I, I, as you know, one of my pet peeves is over promise under deliver. Mm-hmm. So I just, I guess I'm trying to be clearer up front. Like, I, I, I really want to help. And also mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if you're looking for empathy, I yeah. might not be your best, best person. Or I just say, I'm just not, this is not my strength. So, um, so say, speaking to that is that I do think your strength is probably taking, um, couples who have a fair amount of humor and confidence, self-confidence. Like, I don't think you're a great therapist for someone who does not have a good amount of self-confidence. That's where I think the empathy piece would come in really. Yeah. I mean, I'll pay attention. I'll pay attention. I think you're right. I mean, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely keying it. I'm definitely getting sharper about who, who I'm going to be able to do successful work with. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm moving toward being selective about who I choose to work with. I don't know if that's a thing, but you know, yeah. like, um, yeah, you have to figure out who your ideal client yeah. is anyway. so that you can be most effective. So okay. when I get into these Going vulnerable back. conversations with people who are worried about mm-hmm. trust and I don't offer them empathy, what I offer them instead <laughs> is this reality, which is when there's, when have I talked to you about this before? When person A says to person B, I don't trust you there's a, there's a gap between that. There's a gap, right? So I'm holding my hands up. My hands Mm -hmm. are the width of my head. Person A is, is my left hand. Person B is my right hand. Person A says, I don't trust you. There's a gap between them. That gap is painful. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, the size of my head is less painful than when I hold my arms out really wide. And if I close it to the bridge of my nose, that, that gap is less painful. I think couples who really want to grow trust, the work is narrowing the gap between person A and person B when person A says, I don't trust you. Right. Um, this is, and and so how do you do that? Right. Um, that's the part that I find very, very interesting because frankly, it can't close because person B goes, okay, I'll do whatever. I'm totally available and you have access to everything and I'll show up all the time and I'll make sure that I like, they can't become eminently trustworthy. And it also can't happen because person A goes, okay, no big deal. I'll just trust you. I'll, I'll give you one more chance at the benefit of the doubt without any, any vetting or, or, you know, it has to happen because person B becomes trustworthy shows demonstrates that they are trustworthy and person A builds their capacity for trust. It has to happen that way, right? Each partner has to be able to look across the relationship at the other one, pulling into that gap to close it. 
Um, and I think that changes the conversation a bit because now we start talking about, okay, how do you demonstrate trustworthiness or right. how do you build your capacity for trust in the case of this guy who had this horrible experience with his mom as a, as a child, mm-hmm. she violated, crushed, annihilated his capacity for trust in a way that's now showing up in his marriage. Sure. He's got some work to do, right? Mm-hmm. His wife can't, mm-hmm replicate or repair all the childhood trauma damage that he has, right? Like that's the thing that can't, that she can't be responsible for. So it's, I love that one, we are about to interview this gal on attachment, which is really important Mm -hmm. because that is about being able to heal. Um, but here's the other thing, like how do the capacity, I love that you said that because so much of the work that we do, especially with like a fair recovery is talking about how the betrayer, the person who's betrayed the involved partner, um, the involved partner, there we go, how they can actively work to build trust. Right. And it's like all of those small moments where they're demonstrating I'm a trustworthy person. They become transparent. If they're traveling, they're checking in with you. They're saying like, I'm here. They're giving you their phone. They're saying, look through my phone. You have full access to my inbox, blah, 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 blah. Well, I know we have Um, talked about this before and it's the model that John put forward about trust building, which is this five part thing, transparency, accountability, and mm -hmm. honesty, transparency, accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the second two yeah. parts are ethical actions and proof of alliance. But you're talking mm-hmm. about the first subset, sort of honesty, transparency, accountability for right. sure. Right. But so much of that is focused on the involved partner. Right. But I like what you're talking about is there's two pieces to this is that it's it's not just you becoming a trustworthy individual. It's the other partner's ability to trust. Mm-hmm. And what is it that you need to do? And I think that's such an important piece that gets lost along the way, because I hear a lot of partners saying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. I recognize that I haven't been there in the last like five years. Maybe I've been emotionally unavailable, which is in a lot of ways, a breach of trust. Mm -hmm. I've been emotionally unavailable when you have needed me. You didn't, you weren't able to trust that I was going to be there for you, but now I'm showing up. And I see this all the time in my practice. Now I'm showing up and it's falling on deaf ears. It's, it's falling, it's blind, right? It's like white noise to you. So a lot of times I think we still continue to focus or, you know, I guess poor therapy would be continuing to focus on what that person is doing. How can you continue to build trust? But it's the capacity to trust. And sometimes that's the individual therapy work that you do outside of the couples therapy office of saying, I think there's something going on here that is unique to you and your capacity to trust. And it might be childhood trauma. It might be years and years of building up a a wall, not being able to be vulnerable, whatever that might be. And that might be your work to do. Yeah. And that's important to look into. And, you know, I, I think it can be done in the couples therapy office. I actually like it a lot because what I get to do or what we get to do is I think you have to invite these like person a to, reevaluate what they think about risk and hope. Right. Um, cause I'll say straight up, I'll go, look, I'll, I'll turn my attention over to her person B I'll do that. Like we can talk about sort of the ways that you need to show up and sort of, uh, you know, behave appropriately, but you have to decide whether or not you're going to risk, you know, leaning back into this person, giving them the benefit of their doubt. Mm-hmm. It goes back to, again, this thing that we talk about, which is you will hundred percent see what you're looking for. If you are mm-hmm. looking for her to be late or to be angry about your big emotion or like, you'll see it a hundred percent, you know, 
if you were looking yeah. for her phone, if you're looking through her phone for evidence that she is sketchy, you will mm-hmm. find it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, even if it's nothing, right? What is this yeah. 1999 from Amazon? I've never even seen this before. What is it? Are you, you know, like who knows, you know? Um, and, but if we're looking for and willing to engage risk, then I think we can actually, um, do that thing that you're saying. I, I can't remember if you said this just now, or if you said it when we were recording before, but, hmm. um, kind of this idea of couples wanting to know what the success rate is after an affair. Right. And I think when, when it is high, the result is that the relationship is often stronger on the back end than it was on the front end because because you've actually done the work of saying, no, I'm responding to this betrayal with Mm -hmm. more hope, with more risk with, you know, it's sort of Mm -hmm. like that piece of it. So I, can I talk about a problem that I see though? Yes. Is I see, and I'm talking about not the capital T uh, trust breaches, but I'm talking about the death by million cuts is this is a little bit of like Kimberly Bean. Is that her last name? Yep. Kimberly Bean? Holmes. Yeah. Kimberly Beans. Holmes. Yeah. Holmes Bean. Kimberly Holmes, Beam Kimberly. Holmes. Bean Holmes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that she talks about you have to become the person or be worth like somebody turning back toward, mm. you know, if you have like a separation, let's say that, the, that at some point you decide you just aren't there for me. And uh, let's say that, I have felt like my partner has betrayed me in some way. I don't, I don't trust you to be there for me. Okay. I'm going to go away and I'm going to work on my capacity to trust. But at some point you also have to believe that the person, there has to be a reason for you to want to come back to that person. They could become trustworthy. You could expand your ability to trust, but um, there has to be a motivation to come back to that person. And I think we as therapists see this too often is that you go for so long being shut down and not being able to trust your partner Mm -hmm. because of all of these small betrayals that there really isn't anything to come back to. Mm -hmm. You could do really great individual work. I'm trustworthy and I've, I've, you know, increased my capacity to trust, but there's nothing really to come back to. It's been too long, Mm -hmm. too frozen. I see that quite often with couples when they wait too long to begin to heal that trust issue. Yeah. I've started asking, um, in these kind of situations, um, Hey, in, in the restored relationship where you're both edified and you feel really proud of the work that you've done, what's that relationship like? And having them describe it to me. And then, then we have to talk about like, okay, do you think you can get there? You're like, and they're like, I think so. And I'm like, Why? I think this is mm-hmm. what you're asking about. Why? Mm-hmm. Cause right. love or cause vow or cause mm-hmm. kids or cause green right. card or cause whatever it is. Like um, mm-hmm. if you have a, a strong sense of what that is, then I think it increases the chances of success. But again, the, one of the reasons I like my own metaphor is that in terms of like what it means to close this gap as you're sort of pulling these two hands into each other is mm-hmm. if I look across the relationship and I can see my partner pulling on the rope that's attached to me, right? Like the one that's going to close, like we, there's a rope around each of our waists and they're pulling mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. If I don't see the other partner also pulling in, that's going to be right. really problem. Like it's going to be really hard. I'm going to be literally pulling all of the weight on my own. I can't do it, but we pull mm-hmm. it together. That rope gets really taut. 
that's a really taut rope, which now is the definition of secure attachment. I can look mm-hmm. across the relationship and see that we are each like creating this mm-hmm. um, bond mm-hmm. and trying to close, close the gap. And that's, that I think is, um, I sort of imagine like playing tug of war and realizing that you, you you're, you're going to win. Right. And mm-hmm. so now you start to pull a little bit harder um, because I'm, we're going to, we actually got this, we got this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's the experience that couples need to have where they go, Oh, I can see you demonstrating trustworthiness. Right. I know your phone's unlocked. That's why I never pick it up. You know, um, or thank you so much for, ch- I, I know this is a chance where you could have easily gotten upset with me and you didn't. And I really want you to know, like, that means a lot to me. And I'm going to, I'm going to be more vulnerable the next time, you know, that mm-hmm. that's where I think the beauty of this is, which is, you know, when trust is the issue, can you make sure that you're, or can you revisit the idea that you're both responsible for closing the gap, not just absolutely. how do I, I mm-hmm. I'll decide when to trust you later. Or if I'm going to trust you later, decide now. That's I think that's probably just like the the main point of this whole thing is that trust is built with two people who and we we say this phrase all the time, right? Like a a healthy relationship is two adults that are turning into the relationship. They're both showing up as their best self as two adults, and that's even when trust has been broken. And you can point your finger at your partner and say you were the one that gave that was like the capital T you know, like involved partner, it still involves two people actively moving toward trust building and creating that, that secure attachment with each other. I feel like we could talk about this for a really long time, but we can't talk about it anymore. We got to go. We do. We have another interview. All right. So let's go ahead and land this plane and then we'll go do our interview. Yeah. So stay tuned. Actually, um, if you are interested in this episode and the conversation we're having about trust and attachment, the interview we're doing is specifically about attachment, anxious attachment, avoidant attachment. So just consider it part two. But right now, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll land the plane and I'll catch you uh, in a few minutes. Okay. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. If you haven't checked out Instagram, go and follow us, Marriage Therapy Radio on the Instagram. Send us a message if you have any questions we would love to answer and engage with you directly. If you haven't been to our website, check it out. It's marriagetherapyradio.com. Thanks for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.